Welcome new and old friends, my name is 242, and today, two got us some Glitch in the Matrix stories. These are stories about odd things happening in your life that just make you question if this is a reality or just a simulation. If you're on YouTube, please remember to like, subscribe, share, and comment. All this, of course, helps the algorithm know others might enjoy this channel. If you're on the podcast, please follow, share, and if possible, leave a review. And I'm also trying some new music, so tell me what you think about that. Now, with all that being said, turn off your lights, make sure your doors and windows are locked. Things are about to get spooky. Petrol Station Glitch by Sherlocked out of 221B. This happened about two years ago. We still don't have an explanation for what happened. I was back in my hometown, and my siblings and I had just dropped off a close friend who lived an hour away from us after a day out. My younger sister was driving us back. My youngest sister was sitting shotgun. My younger brother was next to me. It was night. After that, as I usually would, I looked out the window and watched the buildings pass by, and as usual, I'd watch out for landmarks to figure out how much longer it would be till I reached home. One of them is a flyover about 30 minutes away from our home, another one is a grocery shop with a bright red signboard on the left side of the road, which would mean we'd be home about 15 minutes. Besides the grocery shop is a small petrol station with just four pumps. Of course, this would mean we would first go over the flyover before we could reach the grocery shop. On the way, my sisters chatted while my brother and I were quiet and in our own worlds. It's important to note that I was not intoxicated, medicated, sleepy, or anything like that. At most, I was concentrated after a good day out and eager to get back home. About 10 minutes after dropping my friend home, I saw the grocery shop mentioned earlier. But one of the letters on the bright red sign was unlit. For some reason, at that time, instead of questioning how I could even see the grocery shop when we had just left our friend's place, I just accepted it and assumed that we'd be home very soon. Then we passed by the flyover, and you can imagine my confusion. I verbally said, eh, and my brother heard me. I shrugged it off as my own confusion. We drove on. We had not gone to any petrol station the whole day, and the car's tank was almost empty. So close to home, my sister said that we would stop by one on the way home to fill up the petrol. There were several stations on the way home, and we knew where all of them were situated, but we would usually go to the one closest to our home. That night, without a word, she decided to turn into the petrol station next to the grocery shop mentioned earlier. This is not the one closest to our home. In fact, we rarely go to the station. At that point, I laughed and told them how I thought we had driven past it earlier on, when we couldn't have done so. We all found it ridiculous. My sister stopped at the second pump. I got out and went to pay for the petrol at the counter. When I reached the window, I looked up and saw the guy staring at me in disbelief. We didn't know each other, but he practically shouted at me in shock, asking why I was there again. He said, Didn't you just come here to fill up the Petro? 
about a half an hour ago? Then I told them that we had not been there the whole day and had how I thought we had passed by the station about 35 minutes prior as well. I gave him the time, but I couldn't remember the exact timing anymore. He said I was wearing the same outfit and did the same thing. I came to the counter, made payment, filled up the Petro, and went back into the car. Hearing that, I played it cool, Bud was weird out as well. On his end, he was so freaked out. He left his counter to check out our car, because he was that sure we had been there. Sure enough, he recognized it. He was frantic, and I had never seen anyone act like that before. It was as if our car glitched to that exact moment, but did not synchronize. So, in my point of view, we had passed the station, where in his version, we turned into the station. Note, we checked and there's no other building with a similar grocery shop and petrol station anywhere else along the road, which is why I picked it as a landmark. No, there was no other car like ours that drove in the whole day. In fact, there was no other lady who could have been mistaken as me that day. We know this because my parents went back to watch the CCTV footage the next day to make sure the guy did not mistake me for someone else. We did not find anything at the time he said he saw me. No car or person was there. The guy also detailed that the first time he saw us, we went to the first pump. The real time we went, we went to the second pump. But other than that, the two moments were too accurate to deny. We tried to find out further details, but the guy suddenly became reluctant to speak and started denying everything after a little bit more prodding. What are your thoughts? The mother looked at her newborn child with love and awe, holding the child with tears in her eyes. Now that the birthing process was done, all she needed to do was raise it to be healthy so her real son would finally get the organs he deserves. Household Item Shapeshifts by HDLS For school, my girlfriend rented a small two-bedroom condo that consisted of her bedroom, her roommate's bedroom, a shared bathroom, living room, and a kitchen. It's a very small, tidy, and organized space. In September of this year, after living at home for the summer, her and I drove to the rental house with her belongings and the house was practically empty upon arrival. The first thing we did when we got there was throw her bedsheets, two pillowcases, and a few clothing items into the wash since they sat for months collecting dust. I remember throwing the bedsheet inside the drum, followed by each of the two pillowcases individually, rather than dumping a pile altogether, and she confirmed that. While everything was washing, we unpacked the rest of the car. After the load was done, I threw everything into a dryer, where it sat for a few hours after being dried. After getting settled in, we were getting ready for bed when I noticed she had the same toothbrush as me in a close but different color. I brought this up to her to make sure we kept them separated to prevent them from getting mixed up, which shouldn't have been an issue anyway since she normally kept hers in a cup inside the cabinet, while I kept mine in a travel toiletry bag on the counter next to the shared sink. Shortly after we brushed our teeth, I found her toothbrush in my toiletry bag with mine, 
I asked her about it, but she claimed no wrongdoing, evidenced by the fact that hers was indeed in the cup inside of the cabinet. The severely worn-down bristles on the toothbrush I found in my bag is 100% identical to the worn-down bristles on hers. I don't brush hard or even use my toothbrush to that extent of wear. Additionally, this is the very first time buying this model toothbrush, and had never owned this model before. I went as far as checking my receipt to confirm I only bought one brush, ignoring the worn bristles. Shortly after, we noticed one of her two pillowcases were missing from the dryer. The washer and dryer are a stack combo, and the washed items went straight to the dryer from the washer. The missing pillowcase wasn't found anywhere around the bathroom where the machines are located, and we even checked behind, under, and beside the units. There's also no chance the pillowcase dropped while taking it from the room to the bathroom, as we would have noticed it while moving in in addition to the mental itemization of the three-piece bed set while loading the washing machine. We also did a complete, thorough search around the house and haven't located it. Because it's a very tiny condo with minimal items and the fact that we were just moving in, we're confident it isn't lost in the house somewhere. We did check the other clothes items that mixed in with the load, and there is no chance it got trapped or hidden inside one of the items. There's no chance the identical toothbrush was a much older one of hers because I organize, sort, and clean my toiletry bag often, including before I picked her up for school. It's also routine for her to store her toothbrush in the same cup in the same cabinet every day. Considering the wear on her toothbrush, she also swears to have only owned one of this model slash color and to have used it for a long while without switching. While we joked about that night, months later, we are absolutely 100% convinced her pillowcase shapeshift into a toothbrush. We have no explanation as to how the pillowcase went missing and how we ended up with a 100% identical worn toothbrush in my bag. My girlfriend and her roommate will be moving out in April, so the whole house we packed up. I'll update you guys if we find it, though we've already done a full search through the whole house. This story otherwise serves as proof to my girlfriend and I that we live in a simulation, and the false reality around us isn't actually composed of tangible goods. When the dead first started to rise from their graves, I swiftly enacted my zombie plan without a moment's hesitation. I allowed myself to get infected on purpose and hid the wound before returning to my abusive husband for one final act of revenge. Missy Items in Plain Sight by Calais 84 I work with my mom and we own a little cafe. We have an ongoing joke that whenever things get misplaced, that the previous owner has been in and taken them in the night. We honestly don't believe that. As long as we've had this place, everyone that's worked there has always commented, Oh, I thought I heard someone walk in just then, but there isn't anyone there. Sometimes all of us will look up at the front of the shop at the same time, thinking someone was there when there isn't anyone. This happens at least once a day, but usually multiple times a day. 
Back to the misplaced items. This is happening a lot at the moment. As in, specific knives that we only use for certain tasks just going missing and turning up days later on the side. Now I know that things can hide in plain sight and sometimes you just can't see for looking. But this is becoming really, really frequent now. It's not as though we're putting them back in the wrong places and finding them. We find them in plain sight after days of items being missing and then it appears in the area they have been heavily used by one of us and been thoroughly cleaned down at the end of the day. So if it was even there, it would have been put away. It's so odd, but the frequency of this is becoming a little frustrating now. One of the ladies that's working with us made a comment today that there must be a gremlin working behind her, moving everything. This lady has been working with me for over two years, and she's commenting also. I haven't mentioned anything to her at all, and she works opposite shifts of my mom, so they haven't spoken about it. Also, a full pen and aim machine went missing. We got a new one and stored the old one just in case anything ever happened to the new one. We had a backup. I'm the only person with the key apart from my mom, but my mom wasn't even in the country at the time. It reappeared three or four months later in the exact same spot it had been stored in, but yet no one could find it for months. My mom thought I had thrown it away and was lying to her. I'm not sure if this is relevant, but since the shop was opened 19 years ago, it's had three previous owners, me and my mom being the fourth. Two of the three previous owners had died whilst owning the cafe, and the lady who we bought it off sold it because she is terminal with cancer. Anyway, any thoughts or ideas on this would be great, especially ideas to make it stop would be appreciated. Six months ago, I killed myself by swallowing a handful of codeine pills, but my family has been unable to let me go. They keep putting me in the hospital because I remain suicidal and refuse to eat, but I'm already dead and the dead don't need to eat. Crystal Orb Appears Out of Nowhere by Brilliant Bex 1992. So, not sure if this qualifies, but it's been almost a decade since this began and I have no explanation. So in my early 20s, I went out dancing a lot and knew a lot of people this way as it was a pretty small town slash community. For this reason, I gave people rides home often. Like I'd run into them doing errands even, but always people I knew well slash had contact info for. Well, this one morning, I'm giving my friend Vince a ride from one end of the town to the other. And when he's getting out, he pulls out a green slash purple crystal ball, I think fluorite maybe, and tells me laughingly that I lost my marble. I explained it wasn't mine, though beautiful, and someone must have dropped it when they got a ride home. So I post about it on my social media and text all my friends I recently gave rides to. Other people thought it was weird, but no one ever claimed it. Fast forward a few months or so, and I'm deep cleaning the same car, and I find a matching crystal orb. Slightly different coloration, 
but when I compared it to the other, they seemed to clearly be a set. So I reach out and post again, with a picture of the second. Again, they go unclaimed. I had just accepted that I must have forgotten someone or lost track of them or something and chalked it up to just one of those things until about a year ago. I had moved five hours away to a new city and no one ever visited our place. Like I could list on one hand probably. Well, I had two other crystal orbs on the shelf in the living room and was looking at them one day. I picked up the closest one and thought something about it was odd. It seemed smaller and different green, and I couldn't remember ever noticing the unique pattern on one part of it. I was about to write myself off for having a bad memory until I noticed there was two identical ones on the shelf. I asked my boyfriend when he got home about it. We texted a few people that had ever been in our apartment, asked family and friends that they had been a gift we didn't remember, and nothing. So three of these things just appeared, two in my car close together, which was totaled before I even moved, and one year later in my apartment in a new city. So three of these things just appeared, two in my car close together, which was totaled before I ever even moved, and one year later in my apartment in a new city. If this situation was different, I might think it's an ongoing joke or something, but for that long? Also, I looked up the crystals, and they aren't exactly cheap, so a weird game to play. Tell me what you think, or if you even have an explanation, because I would love to hear them. My wife has always been suffering from sleep paralysis ever since she was a kid, so whenever she has an attack, I always try to comfort her by turning on the lights and helping her with breathing. So, when this time I felt a sharp pain in my left arm while pressing the switch, I couldn't help but think that life sometimes has the funniest timing. My dad talked to my doppelganger while I was in my room. Bye, Sweet Bakery 22. This happened a few years ago, but I realized it while discussing it today. My dad showed me how he opened my door, and I immediately went, that's not where my door handle is. He told each other our story in detail. So this is what happened. My room's door had a curtain over it because I accidentally break the door's glass over and over since my childhood. So in order to have privacy, we had a green curtain over it. While my dad was in front of the curtain, he saw a hand reaching for him through the curtain, so he thought it was me joking, and he tried to hit the hand. When he tried to reach the hand moving backwards, my dad couldn't feel the hand at all. It was empty. The hand was invisible, only the movement was. Me, I think I was 17 or 18 at the time, was in my bed reading. My dad randomly opened my door and asked, That wasn't your hand, right? You're not baiting me? I didn't know what he was talking about, and I answered, What hand? What are you talking about? And he told me about the hand reaching out for him under the curtain. I said, No, it wasn't me. I was reading my book. So from my perspective, I thought he had experienced outside my room before entering. While discussing it today, he told me he experienced it while he was in my room. This is his perspective. 
He says they came to my room to do something, and I was in my room too. I got up, opened the door, and closed it, and went to the living room. A hand reached to the curtain for him, so he thought I was trolling, trying to hit him. Then he went to the living room, because that's where I went, and saw me sitting there by myself. He asked me if the hand was mine, and I said, no, it wasn't, aka my double ganger. Then the double ganger got up, went to my room again. Dad spent some time in the living room telling the story to my mom. Then he came back and opened the door and asked, You're not baying me, right? That really wasn't your hand? He says that this is the second time asking since I answered the first one in the living room. I didn't answer the first one. He only asked me once, and I was in my bed while I answered it. That's why all this time I thought this thing had happened outside my room. Well, my dad swears he chased me to the living room because he thought I was trolling him. I was in my room the whole time and didn't even see my double ganger myself, but my dad chased her, asked her a question, she answered, and went back to my room. So after some time passed and my dad came back to ask me again to make sure I ain't trolling, I generally remember I didn't understand his question. I was like, hand? What the f- what hand? What are you talking about? If I heard that question before, I wouldn't have been that confused. Edit. A couple weeks before this, I saw my mom's double ganger checking on me while I was sleeping. It was 7am, so it was morning. I opened my eyes and saw her going back inside. I chased her asking mom what happened, only to find my real mom in deep sleep. So this isn't something my dad created there might actually be a shapeshifter in my house. Also, my mom is overweight, so she can just jump back into bed while I was chasing her. She's too slow for that. My parents' pact with the devil resulted in a horrific death for my first friend, first crush, first kiss, first child, and everything that ever mattered. Who was the first to listen to this? A glitch ruined my cup. My Anonymous. I'm a 30 male and I live alone. This happened in my apartment yesterday, November the 22nd of 2023, starting in the early afternoon during my work from home lunch. I'll be as brief as possible. I make my own spray air freshener, not a like for breeze, because I like my home to smell good and can make scents not typically found in a store like Walmart or Target. I have a modest variety of different fragrance oil scents, vanilla, cinnamon, bergamot, teak, you get the point, held in 20 ounce bottles that I use to switch things up as I get tired of any particular smell. The recipe for the air freshening spray is pretty simple. Take a dollar store spray bottle, add three parts clean alcohol, distilled water, or vodka to one part fragrance oil of your choice. Tap water will go rancid. Shake and it's ready to spray. I decide to make a new batch of spray, cinnamon. In my kitchen, I thoroughly clean out the spray bottle with soap and hot water in the sink. Then walk to my closet to grab the cinnamon fragrance oil and alcohol. When I picked up the fragrance bottle, it was three-fourths empty. No surprise, since I use this fragrance often and the amount remaining felt about right. No issues so far. 
I then walk about 20 feet back to the kitchen to continue making the batch. I decide to just kill the fragrance bottle since it's almost gone anyway, so I pour the entire content into the neck of the spray bottle. I shook the fragrance oil to the last drop since the fragrance oil is relatively expensive, about $20 per bottle, and then threw the entire container into the trash bin. I then add the alcohol into the spray bottle to complete the mixture, screwing the spray nozzle on, and I had a lovely new bottle of fragrance that I then sprayed around my house. The Glitch Lounging in my living room about 5 hours later, I was thirsty and walking from my couch to the kitchen to get a glass of water, when I noticed a large plastic cup from my Nutribullet, next to the sink that I did not remember leaving out. In the cup, I noticed about half an inch of viscous, oily, slightly golden-slash-yellowish liquid that did not look like anything I would drink or have in my fridge. I was immediately puzzled and instinctively smelled it to try to identify this strange liquid. In my shock and alarm, it was the cinnamon fragrance oil. Concurrently, the volume of oil was virtually identical to the amount I had used in my mixture. Without thinking, I immediately dumped the liquid down the drain and began rinsing out the Nutribullet cup, only to realize the oil and scent had seeped so deep into the plastic and was coating the interior that I wouldn't be able to save the cup, and I decided to just toss it in the trash to avoid the risk of ingesting fragrance oil. All kinds of alarm bells are going off in my head at this point. I feel like I'm going insane. Not only did I not pour fragrance oil into a cup I frequently drink from, something I would never do, but I distinctly remember the exact sequence I described above starting with cleaning out the spray bottle in preparation for a new batch and using all of the cinnamon fragrance oil I own in the batch I just made. The entire process took approximately 3-4 to four minutes at the most and I did it all in one linear sequence. A while later, still thoroughly puzzled and questioning my sanity, I went back to the kitchen and pulled out the Nutribullet cup to inspect it again. The unmistakable smell of cinnamon fragrance oil was and is still there. Inexplicably, there had indeed been fragrance oil in my drinking cup. I know this is a relatively mundane glitch for this sub, but I have no idea how the fragrance oil that I no longer had because I used the last of it could have possibly materialized into a drinking cup on my counter. I called my brother. He told me to check for carbon monoxide in my apartment. I don't know what's real anymore. Help? After visiting my mother, she told me, Out of your brother, sister, and you, you've always been my favorite. As the guard returned her back to her cell, I wonder what brother and sister she was talking about. Neighborhood Glitch by Taylor Maid. I heard about the sub through a neighbor who urged me to share our story. This happened this summer at a barbecue I had with some of my neighbors on our street. Typical hot dogs, hamburgers, potato salad. I had made a comment to my next door neighbor about how I should have made a green salad, but the heat wouldn't permit it. This is important to remember later. The afternoon carried on as normal. 
When the sun started to set, I suggest we get a game of cornhole going. I have a board that I painted myself that glows in the dark with LED lights around the board and have bags that also glow, four pink and four green. We paired up and separated the bags, four green and four pink. After three rounds, the other team is up by three points and it's now my turn. I throw my first bag pink and boom, it sinks perfectly into the hole. You can see the pink illumination through the hole clear as day. The other team lets out the typical ugh sound while my partner and I cheer. Our neighbors who are just watching all cheer. We continue taking turns, throwing our bags, match ends. As the other side start collecting the bags, I see them both looking around for my pink bag that I had made directly in. They can't find it anywhere. There are no kids or pets to blame, and I thought maybe the other person jokingly hid the bag. They both told me they hadn't touched it and looked equally as confused. All of us spend the next 20 minutes searching my tiny backyard, dumping the trash can out, looking in the neighbor's yard for the bag, but to no avail, the bag was never found. So we called the game and figured we would find it later. Well, we all kind of exchanged that strange faces with each other, because if you've ever played cornhole, you know when a bag sinks into the hole, there isn't really any other place else it would be besides under the board, but whatever. I brushed it off and started tying up a bit, cleaning plates and emptying cups, when I noticed a table with all the food on it, and right in the center is a freaking salad. Did someone come late and bring a salad? I'm just standing there when I notice not only is there a salad, but it's my salad bowls. I'm floored. I don't want to sound crazy, so I casually asked each neighbor if it was them that brought the salad. They all said no. The neighbor I had made the comment to about making a salad, but knowing it wouldn't be good in the weather, remembered me saying that and seeing the bowl, but never paid attention to what was in it. As the night ended and I'm cleaning up the rest of the mess, I decide to look again for the bag and never find it. My neighbor is inside washing dishes and asking me whose salad bowl did this belong to. I had figured maybe I did make a salad and forgot I had, so the bowl was mine. Except when they went to put it away, my exact same bowl was already in the cabinet. I just stood there stunned, how could that be? They even had the tiny piece of price sticker on the bottom of the bowl that, no matter how hard I scrubbed, I couldn't get it off and that clear, sticky part remained. I'm a logical thinker, and I truly believe everything can be explained away some way, somehow. So I tell myself that there has to be a case. Maybe the bag got picked up on accident. Maybe I had two bowls identical. Maybe I just forgot. But no one's claimed the bowl or found the bag, so it will always leave a little doubt in my mind of what really happened that day. Half of them are pregnant, and this is all because of you! My wife screamed at me in anger. I now realize that I should listen to my wife when she told me to put the male and female dolls in separate boxes six months ago. And with that, our time together is coming to an end. As always, I'd like to thank the writers who let me read their stories today. I hope you all stay safe and in your own realities, and 
Hopefully things stop moving and taking things from you or ruining things that are important to you. These types of stories always make me wonder if maybe something supernatural is playing with us or maybe we do live in a simulation. But I don't think we'll ever know and I'm okay with that. Because not knowing is kind of the fun for me. It's exploring and trying to figure things out that's fun. If we knew everything, well, what do we have to strive for then? But I know not everyone agrees with me. Now, if you'd like to help this podcast grow, please just share it with anyone who might enjoy it. And if you are on a platform that allows it, please leave me a review. It really helps quite a bit. If you'd like to help in other ways, I do have a Patreon where for a dollar a month you get early access to the long-form videos. And if you'd like to do a one-time donation, I do have PayPal and buy me a coffee as well. But as always guys, I'm always just grateful when you listen. It really does mean the world to me. Sleep tight and don't let 42 bite.